Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast episode of Mysterious Headlines. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we're going to be talking about some updates in the Lori Vallow Daybell case. Now, if you are not familiar, I have done multiple podcast episodes covering this case. It is a very deep and rich case with lots of information. So I have done multiple podcast episodes covering it from the beginning. So I highly recommend you go and listen to those podcast episodes because it's going to give you all the backstory to what we're going to talk about today in regards to the updates in this case. But it's too much to quickly summarize here in a few minutes. So if you don't know anything about the case, please go listen to those podcast episodes to get up to date and up to speed on where this case started so that you are in the loop going into this podcast episode. But as of April 2022, we have some new updates in the Lori Vallow Daybell case. So where things had left off, if you remember before, is that um, Chad and Lori were both sitting in jail, um, having been arrested for the death of JJ JJ Vallow, and Tylee Bryan. As we know, though, the bodies of both of those kids were discovered in the backyard of Chad Daybell. And they were um, then, well, Lori had been arrested prior to that because she was unable to produce her kids. So she had been sitting in jail um, since November of 2019. And then um, Chad Daybell was arrested in June of 2020 when um, their body, the bodies of the kids were found in his backyard. So they had both been sitting in jail and we had kind of been waiting to see where things were going to go, when a trial was actually going to happen. There was the pre-trial that happened um, in um, August of 2020 um, to see if they really had enough evidence and enough of a case to go forth. And it was determined that yes, they did. And so then they started to schedule a trial date. And in the course of all of that, Lori Valadebo was deemed incompetent to stand trial, which means mentally unstable and unable to recognize right from wrong, unable to recognize or decipher choices. So when someone is deemed mentally incompetent, they have to go to a behavior care center through the the jail system where they are given mental health treatment to attempt to get better and become mentally competent. That's the goal, is that the person will become mentally competent so that they can go on trial and that that process can be done now some people are deemed mentally incompetent and it goes on for years and years and years they they stay in a in mental health treatment and things just don't improve things don't get better and they just kind of stay mentally incompetent for a really long time and it delays the trial and Um, It kind of, it causes, it causes a lot of um, stress and aggravation for the victim's family because 
they just want closure. They want, you know, things to be done. So it can be really hard when someone is deemed mentally incompetent. And it was unclear as to how long, um, you know, she might be mentally incompetent and might be in the care of mental health providers. Um, until April here of 2022, she was deemed mentally competent, which means that things can now move forward. And we also know that, um, a couple months ago, there was a, um, a motion filed for Chad Daybell and Lori Valadebell's cases to be severed which means the cases would be pulled apart and tried separately because they were initially and originally put together. Hey, it's these two people. Her kids wound up dead, found in his backyard. They definitely work together. So we're going to try them together in a trial, meaning it's going to be all one trial with both of them being at the center of it. But there was a motion a couple months ago to sever the trials and make them separate. Now, the benefit to doing that is Lori Vallow-Daybell, she can form her case around Chad Daybell saying, oh, he, it was all him. You know, he got to me and... He lured me in with his good looks and his writings and his teachings. He lured me in and got me to believe all these things. And and it was all his fault. And he's the one that said the kids were zombies. And he's the, ones that, the one that killed the kids. And the same thing can happen on the other side. Chad Daybell can point his finger at Lori and say... Oh, she she roped me into her whole thing. She told me that her kids were zombies and that, you know, that she had to rid rid them and get rid of them and she like she roped me into this. I didn't want anything to do with this. And, you know, she buried them in my backyard, you know, without telling me. He could create a whole story around that. So it's the it's a, of a benefit for both of them to have separate trials. But it's not of a bene, it's not a benefit for the defense because then it could potentially weaken their story. Having their trial together means they can't point fingers at each other because they're both on trial together. It's not going to go well if they try to point fingers at one another in that courtroom together. (coughs) And so it gives the state a stronger argument. It gives the case a stronger argument that they worked together They were hand-in-hand in in this. Lori wanted her kids dead. She said that they were zombies. She needed to rid the world of all the zombies. Chad agreed with her. Chad helped her execute the plan. They did it together. They both deserve these consequences. 
So that is what the state needs to prove. And they can do that better having them both on trial together. So that motion for severance was denied. The state, the court said, nope, we are not going to sever the trials. That is not going to happen. So that was a couple months ago. And at the time, another part of that too is if the severance had gone through, then they could have proceeded with Chad's trial. And then Lori's trial could wait however long it needed until she was deemed competent. So that was also part of it as well. But they denied that motion, said, nope, we are not going to move forward with that motion for severance. The trials will remain together. So then the question remained, when is the trial going to go forth? Lori has to be deemed competent in order for things to move forward. So that has happened. She became deemed competent this April. And so now things can start moving forward. There is a trial date set for October. Now she had her arraignment just the other day. And she, well, according to her attorney, she is remaining silent, which means she is pleading guilty, or sorry, not guilty, pleading not guilty to all of the charges of, you know, first degree murder and covering up a crime and all of these charges that she's charged with. She, her lawyer said she is remaining silent, which automatically means she's pleading not guilty. So this trial is going to go forth in October. We know Chad has already had his arraignment and Chad has pled not guilty. So this will be going forth. It looks like in October. So that is kind of when probably the next developments will come out is um, as when we get closer to October. I am definitely very interested to see this trial play out. It has been a long, grueling case, but these kids deserve justice. These kids deserve justice as well as Charles Vallow deserves justice. Tammy Daybell deserves justice. And I hope it all kind of plays out and everything gets laid out on the table together. The reason I got involved in this case and got interested in this case from the beginning was because of those two innocent kids that had gone missing. And that is why I'm still invested in it, because these two innocent kids lost their life at the hands of two psychopaths. And it breaks my heart. It truly and utterly breaks my heart. And so this trial must go on. And both of them need to understand what scum of the earth people they are. So, as we get closer to the trial date, there may be some little pieces of information that we start hearing. Um, 
obviously the trial is going to be kind of the culmination of this case seeing what plays out in the trial how things come forth I'll be curious to see if they're going to allow cameras in this trial in the courtroom it truly depends on the judge and the court um I'm really hoping they allow cameras in the courtroom um for this trial because I want to see the look on their faces. I want to see the people that are called up to the witness stand. I want to see um, Larry and Kay Woodcock. I want to see their reactions. Um, I have a feeling they're going to allow it to be televised because so far they've like allowed everything, the arraignment and all these other preliminary hearings and stuff have been um, televised. So I have a feeling they're going to allow that, which will be um, great so that we can actually see this trial play out. Until then, we will wait to hear anything else. But that is the update in the Lori Vallow Daybell case. Thank you for listening. You can always follow me on Twitter at MYS Headlines and on Instagram, MYS Headlines Pod. For all the latest information on any of the cases I'm covering here on the podcast. Thank you for listening.